0: Renovating Riches Radio. Today, we have a very special guest, uh, one of the big, big guys in the Houston area. Well, uh, this guy has done a ton of things. Like uh, actually, last week I learned that you were in the note business. I had no idea. Yes. Um, Tom Berry, man, thank you so much
1: for being here absolutely, with us. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: I am pretty sure, uh, guys. Number one, you need to share, hit like, and subscribe on this podcast. Tom is actually probably going to come out with a podcast uh, in the next few months. Uh, we were just talking about prior to the to the to the interview, but uh, one of the reasons I, I I reached out to Tom was because he's got a great story. Uh, you know, if you're struggling, if you are one of those people who are looking for the light, uh, he might be able to shine some of that on you. Okay, probably a little bit, a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so without much further introduction, man, who is Tom like? Where do you come from? What's your social security number, bank account number? That kind of deal, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, man? Like, where, where were you born? Uh, how do you, or I was born in uh, Ohio. Ohio. In Martins Ferry, Ohio. A little hick town in, uh, on the Ohio River in lower Appalachia. Okay.
0: Yes, sir. And how were your upbringings, like money and cars and that kind of thing? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: we were just rolling in it. I mean, right. that's a very wealthy part of the country. <laughs> right, if you've right, never right. been there, no, right. I'm kidding. Um, no, it's coal mining community. Coal it's mining. Uh, it's uh, it's hard work. Did you work in the mines? No, I did not. My dad that's did. Probably,
0: that's probably what yeah. the, the career path. That was is always, yeah, ways.
1: yeah. Well, I tell you, by the time I got old enough to, you know, to get out into the workforce, the mines were shutting down, and you know, it, it was actually not the way it had been when, say, my dad was growing up. Right. He he yeah. and, he, he, he had, quit he had, school after the eighth grade just to go to work in the. You know, money was good, and money was okay. It was a way of life. It was a way of life life life. there, right. Nobody knew, nobody knew, you know, we were broke, but we didn't even know
2: we were broke because everybody around us was broke, you know, (laughs) it's one of those deals. Following the masses. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, you you say, who who am I? You know, from a very early age, even in school, I always knew I was going to be a a businessman. Okay. I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur, but I had no idea how. Right. Right but that was I just always had that entrepreneurial spirit.
2: what what, what exactly I mean we're talking years back, but way back so of, <laughs> yeah, way, what, way what back is, now. How did you know I mean you're you're a kid, you know, I don't know, 10, 13, 15 years old. Why you say that that you knew that you were gonna because be
1: an my dad instilled that in me?
2: okay with, even though he wasn't employee With
1: nothing but an eighth grade education, he used to constantly tell my sister and I, when you grow up, you always want to be a business owner because if you go to work for somebody else, all you do is make them rich. Wow! Okay. And I mean, he just pounded that into us growing up. So by the time I was 15, I mean there was just no, there was just no doubt about yeah, it. I was going to own a company. I and was going to own you were, something.
0: You were in high school. I'm, I'm going to assume at that age, right? Middle school. Uh, middle probably. school. Yeah. And did you start like? Some sort of a hustle job? Well, yeah. you know, like maybe yeah. selling, buying and selling
1: stuff? Yeah, yeah. at nine years old, actually. I've, I've started my first business at nine years old. Wow. Yep, I was selling pencils at school. Yeah. <laughs> I would go with my mom to the family dollar on Saturday. She would do her shopping at the family dollar, and I noticed they had these 25-pack of pencils. Right. And I calculated it was only two cents a pencil. Well, the school office was selling pencils to the students for five cents. Okay. So I figured I could sell them for four, double my money, and undercut the school office. Yeah. I was selling more pencils than the school was.
0: And you never got banned from selling no, candy? No, no, no. I mean, he got, he got banned from selling yeah, candy. I'm, it's I'm, two
1: cents. <laughs> it was two cents. But to me, I was doubling my quarters, right? Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but that was in, in, that was in fourth grade. Uh, then when I got into middle school, I upgraded because at the Family Dollar now I got a little bit of money and I'm mm-hmm. looking around. What else do they got here at the Family right. Dollar that I Where could sell I at school? So so they had these ten packs of candy bars, right? So you know I started buying those and I could sell those and double my money. And then it went to tools and knives and you know by the time I was in high, I went to a trade school. I, I wasn't really smart enough in my studies to right. stay in a regular school, so I went to a trade. school. School, and uh, but there, you know, all the boys we all carried knives on our side. It was right. in another era, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't hardly do that today. So I was, I, I was the guy. on My truck, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we were carrying them in high school. Every yeah. all the boys had a, had a knife on yeah, our it side. It was
2: okay to go to high it school. It was okay. I, yeah, yeah, it was okay. The knives were a lot more interesting. Now you <laughs> get now you get banned
1: from school for that. But right, I was the guy you went to when you needed a new knife. I was the guy you needed a new socket set. I was the guy. Yeah, and you were the source for I was the source. Your network,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, I need yeah. this. Why don't we go ask Tom? Maybe he, he can find yep. yep. it for yep.
2: us, right? yep. so And My locker was always full of, of crap stuff, to sell. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's a common yeah. theme, you know. You know, we we interview so many people and and you can see that that trade, you know, most of them, you know, from the early, early age, they had that entrepreneurial spirit or 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 you know, that bug that bit them at some point and they start either a lemonade stand or whatnot. So, I mean, yeah. it's no different here. You, can and you know tell. what? I,
0: I really admire what your dad did for you and your sister, which was put that chip on your on your head. Hey, you need to go become an entrepreneur. Because he, you know, subconsciously, man, he was just bringing you guys up to go be, you know, in that owning your time, owning right. your life, yeah. which is the complete opposite for most people. Yes. We get told to go to school, go get a college degree, Go get a good, so we can go get a good job, you know, and, and I can see why you are, you are all over different businesses. And it was because you were being prepared from a very young age. Yeah. Um, so that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's actually a pretty good thing. I wish that would have happened to me. My dad wanted me to go to school. Yeah. Even though he was an entrepreneur,
1: he just didn't want
0: me to go through his struggles as an entrepreneur. Right. Sure. Sure. Um,
1: yeah. So well, we all have those.
0: Yeah, except oh, yeah, you know, it it, yeah. it it ain't it ain't all uh, you know flowers and rainbows and and that kind of deal, right? Um, so anyway, so graduate high you school. Graduate high school. Yep. Yep. Honors, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an honor that they
1: gave me my diploma. Let's right, put it that way. Right, that was right. the only honor I, about I'd it. Feel the same way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then what do you do afterward? You went to that to that trade school, right? No. no, that was in high school. That was while yeah, you were that in high, was school. Okay. Of high school. Yeah, that was part of
1: high school. Yeah, that's okay. how I got through high school. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. And then after high school, Went to work. What? Went to work. Got
1: a job? Yep. Got a job. Doing what? My first job uh, was uh, scrubbing floors at the local grocery store. Okay. And then? And then I moved up in that job three or four or five times. Uh, I was third in charge of the store eventually. By the time I quit, I quit that job to take a job as a service manager of a car dealership, something I absolutely had no experience in. I had no, there's no reason they gave me that job except I just sold them on giving me the job.
0: Your confidence. It was your confidence. Yeah, yeah. So so you went and became a a car dealership uh, service manager. Those guys make pretty good money. Yeah. Well, everywhere
1: else, yes. Not not necessarily there. there. Not not necessarily there. Yeah, we're still we're still in in a very very depressed small town communities. And when did you leave uh,
0: Ohio? Yeah. So
1: I I left that area. um, I, I. I would start a job, or excuse me, start a business, I would fail, then I'd go get another job. I'd start another business, I would fail, I'd go get another job. And that's pretty much my, what my resume looked like.
0: Right, bouncing up and down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Until uh, about 20 years ago, I was, uh, I'd have been mid-30s, early 30s, something like that. I, um, I started a financial services firm. I got licensed in um, insurances, in investments, mutual funds, right. annuities, Mortgages, debt consolidations. I was licensed in a lot of things, and uh, sat with families and helped them put together a, a you know a financial plan for right. themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved that. That was you know it was troubleshooting. I was just making commissions, so I was kind of my own boss. Right. I set my own hours. I was able to uh, recruit and train other people. Okay. And I uh, you know as I trained them and they got better, I got a little override because it was a brokerage system. Yep. So that was really cool. And I did that for 10 years. Wow! you know, I I was making six figures and man, I thought, gosh, with my background and and my my skill set and my uh, training, that's phenomenal, you know. Um, were you still in Ohio? We were still we're... in Ohio, still in a okay. little little redneck community. and uh, So you, you haven't know,
2: been in the Houston area for that no, long? No, no,
1: no. And uh, at that point, my wife and I said, you know what, let's move. You know, we wanted someplace warmer. We want someplace bigger, someplace right. with more opportunity. Big city. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's when we actually, in 2006, moved to Texas. Okay. And we moved, uh, we picked uh, the Houston market. Um, moved right down the road here to Katy when we first came to Houston, uh, rented a house there, then we moved to Kima, rented a house there, then we bought a house in Bayou Vista, and now we ultimately ended up in Texas City. Okay. We love Galveston County, that's, that's kind of where we found our, our little Your heart. Our it's heart there. was, yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, still there to this day good but um
0: and and were you so when you moved to texas were you still doing in the the, we were still in 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 finance right
1: right and uh you know i said we moved here in 2006 you know i had no clients we had no friends we had no family we didn't know a single solitary soul in the houston market right did you have kids at that time we did four kids yes we have four kids they were all in high school at that point so we moved here, and you know, I started my I started my practice, and things were going, and and it was slow, but we had savings, so we were able to make it work. And then 2007, about yeah. mid 2007, <laughs> financial bubble happened. burst, and we lost two thirds of our income in 30 days. Yeah. It was that fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you imagine taking your income and just cutting it by two. Two-thirds of it's gone, mm-hmm. and you get a third left. And uh, we struggled for several months trying to make that work. Obviously, we probably held on a little longer than we should have. Right. We lost everything. Um, we were evicted out of our office, evicted out of our home. My car was repossessed out of my driveway. And
0: um, Yeah, we've uh, been there before.
1: That's 11 years ago. You know it, that, that was only 11 that far, years ago. It's not
2: that far when no, you think about it. No. Uh, how do you... Uh, you know, there's people listening or watching this video right now. How do you cope with that in your family? You know, you have grown up kids. Right. How do you explain to them? This is what's going to happen. This is where we're going to go through next couple of months or year or whatever. It's you soon. know,
1: first of all, they never knew. They never knew any of what I'm sharing with you. Right, right. They, they never knew. We, they, no, know they, they, just, they know now. They know now. They're I, I all guess, adults, you know, 30 years old or so each. And, uh... Um, they, so they, they, they just know now thought,
2: oh we're moving yeah yeah and i guess you moved to like an apartment or something We're moving,
0: and guess what i'm not renewing that lease on that office okay
2: <laughs> and i don't we, i
0: don't i don't like my car
1: anymore my car, so. i just hate it i'm just gonna get me <laughs> so another one the
2: tow truck is gonna come and pick it up tomorrow well yeah.
1: <laughs> you know it's just one of those things that they didn't need to carry that right i needed to carry that that's yeah. that's my job as the mm-hmm. head what of What about house? your wife you know, I married the most amazing wife that a man can marry, yeah. and um, you there know,
0: there's always a, a great wife behind a great man, and and I can see that if you were, if you're still together today, you went through that situation, which is pretty tough. Yeah, uh, that speaks a lot about your your marriage. Yeah, so yeah,
1: she she's the most amazing woman I, I could have ever married, and she never once looked at me and said how how'd you get us in this mess or it's your father. I mean, there was never any. Of that, it was. What do we need? To well, do I, well, what are we going to do? What right. do we got to do? And I mean, she went and got a job waiting tables at Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. so she could put food on the table. And you know, she had her tips calculated, and and she's like, "Look, I can pay for groceries. I can pay for the utilities. A forecast. But I don't know how we're going to handle rent or the car right. note. I don't know how we're going to do that. That's going to be on you." And uh, so, you know, I've never been without work in my life. I've, I've worked hard. Most generally, I had two or three jobs. Mm-hmm. I couldn't buy a job then. Right. Yeah. I could There, I was, there was were so no many of us
0: that were, were out of no work.
1: Jobs. I'd never been in that position before, guys. Really. I, I, I couldn't believe that I put out so many resumes and went and knocked on so many doors and didn't have a job. I mm. couldn't believe it. And uh, so I got on the internet. One, one night I remember uh, she, she's like, honey, what are we going to do? What are you thinking? And I said, and this is just how I think. I said, you know what? If nobody's going to give me a job, I'm just going to freaking make one. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, what does that even mean? Right? I said, well, if nobody's going to give me a job, there ain't no jobs out there for me. I got to create one. I got to make one meaning I got to start a business. Right. And she's just like, "I don't understand how we could do that. We don't have any money." Right. Doesn't that take money? And I said, "I don't, give me a few days. Give me a few days. I'll I'll figure it out." And I got on the internet and I'd always had um in the back of my mind I always wanted to do real estate. Right? As a real estate investor. I had my first rental property when I was twenty-three years old.
0: Right. So you were a real estate investor in the very past.
1: But I didn't know how. I didn't know what I was doing when I did right. it. But I've, throughout different periods in my life, I've done some real estate transactions, just a one at a time, and I thought, you know, I could probably do that for a living if I knew what I was doing. Right. So I got online and I started digging, finding stuff like this, you know, and just watching and listening and reading everything I could get my hands on that was free. Now, prior to that, uh, Tom, did you do a lot of like self-education,
0: like reading books about, yeah. I don't know, mindset, maybe sales, yeah, yeah. Um, all of the above, right? So, yeah, then that's how you were probably able to cope with that situation is because of all the growth that you had. I agree. In the past, you know. Maybe because you were just trying to be a better salesman when you were in the financial services. Agreed.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, some um, of the people yeah. that
0: I've seen that I've grown the most are salespeople in the insurance and the financial services. Well, car car salespeople. Car salespeople also. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I
1: did that too. At a time. It always a comes. <laughs> it always
2: comes up at some point that you know they sold cars because it's yeah. it's a good training yeah. ground for. What sales so, you're doing? So
0: check this out. So the universe puts Tom. In a position to where he's on, like nobody will hire him.
2: That mm-hmm. it's because he's either
0: overqualified or he made too much money in the past. Or everybody or was getting doesn't have a, a,
1: a, a, a or doesn't have a college degree. Right. Or you know, I was hearing all these excuses of why they wouldn't hire
2: me. No, people were all companies were firing people. Right, so, right. I mean we're in the. Late layovers instead of the hiring uh, yeah. period, because this is 2017. And, and now you got all these
0: foreclosures, and, of, and the banks are in it, panic mode, and they're not everything. loaning money. Companies any, are anybody. not hiring. I mean, so they you found just... information online, and like, what do you do? Like,
1: how was that? So my wife comes home one day, and... I'm on the computer and she's like, did you have any luck today? You know, she's thinking, did you get a phone call with a job offer? And I said, I did great today. And she's like, really? What is it? I said, I know what we're going to do. We're going to start a real estate investor company
2: that's exactly that's exactly what she did you're laughing at me like, <laughs> what? I, I mean i you're you're painting the picture and so i well. was totally
1: i was totally <laughs> serious when i said it you know i wasn't smiling i'm like i was excited and she just laughed at me and she's like you're right you know yeah. you're funny like, you, no you're serious you know I'm, no serious what are we gonna do
2: you're telling this story and i'm trying to think because there's a there's a very famous quote, and it's one of my favorites. I can't quote who said it. It's Bernard Shaw, I believe, but he said that the men who get on in this world are the are the men who get up and look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find them, they make them. Wow! And that <laughs> resumes everything you've just said up yeah, to this point. Yeah. You know, sometimes you go and look for them, but if you can't find it, you and need you to make, make it, it yourself. You I just got to make it. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> you pop the great plan to your wife. We're going to open a real estate investment company. What exactly did that mean at that time?
1: Like, what do you do? Like, well, is it going to be uh, a landlord or wholesale. You discovered
2: yeah. wholesaling? I mean, yeah, what, 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 I had the... discovered wholesaling.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, well, if we... If, if, To be a real estate investor, we'd have to have money, and we don't have any money. That's the one thing
0: we lack. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: is is the one thing we lack, and we don't have credit either, by the way, because it just got ripped up too. So, and and I'm like, no, 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 I've been reading online, and and it says, you don't need neither one, so we qualify. (laughs) And she's just like. I love this. You don't need neither one, we qualify. We qualify. We
2: we qualify for investing, because we don't have nothing. that's right that's right and uh,
1: obviously she was not a believer at first you know right. she's a very supportive individual. Said, well, I mean
0: Tom lost it yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, need I need to get, to get, get another waiting job yeah.
1: you know nowadays a lot of guys or gals will come up to me and say you know they know me they know Melissa and they know the relationship we have and the, and the companies that we've grown together and they'll say how do I get my spouse to be supportive like Melissa? That's a very very popular topic. It's a very popular question that I get all the time, and I always tell them it's simple. Show them the money. Mm-hmm. Stop showing them the talk and show them the check. That's how you get your spouse supportive. So when you, if, if you ask, how did you get Melissa from that laughing at me to where we are, you know, say even six months later, you show her the the money. I showed her the first check, the third check, the fifth check. And on the fifth check, she quit Cracker Barrel so she could help me build build the business. When in our fourth month in as wholesalers, we made 15 grand. She's just like, Okay. Yeah. Back then, I assignment
0: fees were like three grand a piece, right? But yeah, you, five. Going, five, We, we five. did
1: five grand a piece on three assignment deals in one month, and she's just like, "What do you need me to do?" Right. And I said, "I need you full time. You need to quit your job at Cracker Barrel, and we need to focus on marketing. We need to focus on getting more of these deals." We went on that year, our very first year, to make one hundred and six thousand dollars wow. in wholesale fees and accumulate five rental properties. Right. That was how, our how very you, first year it, in real estate. And all
0: those rentals, you used creative financing. I'm going. Of to course. Yeah, of course. We didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have that any credit. No no. But, 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 but I am your buyer. I'm taking over your payments. <laughs> how does
1: that work? Well, I just keep paying your
0: mortgage. Okay,
1: perfect. Well, we didn't yeah. even do that. I didn't know about that yet. But here's what I did know about. So I'm wholesaling these houses, right? And I'm wholesaling them to these people that are using private money. Right, mm-hmm. and all you know, I'm looking at this, going, "Wait a minute, I'm selling this guy a house, but he doesn't got any money either. He, well, why can't I buy houses? I don't have any of, money. Yeah, so we both in the qualified. Checkbook. Yeah, I, I, I qualified now to buy houses. Yeah, and now you are a buyer. So that first year, very quickly, I understood, I can buy houses and I can rent these things out. And so by the end of the first year, we had uh, five houses and uh, did very well with wholesale fees so that got a, a foundation for us right? right and then by the end of the second year you know we're up to you know 20 some houses and then by the end of the third year we had 38 uh, units Rentals. and then by the end of the fourth year we had 425 Wow so oh, that, talking wait
0: about a ten, second. <laughs> that, that's just 10xing from one year over the next now you it's like the bamboo right uh, it takes a little bit to,
2: to uh, grow, but a, when a it, lot of time it, to grow on but underground. When, and when, but it's when frat- it comes
0: out, it just goes out like crazy. He built a bamboo in three years, fourth year, this thing just went and
2: shot through the roof. 10x his
0: rentals, 400 and some units.
2: At this point, you have a team of people working with you. It's not just you and Melissa, right? Yeah. Um, at, at,
1: I think at 74 units, we hired our first employee.
2: Okay. Ooh.
1: So
0: it was a lot of work, right? But look, <laughs> yeah. But what yeah. he's telling me, I'm not I'm not surprised. I mean, he'll probably be working at midnight when most people are sleeping or in bed or watching whatever TV. Yeah. He's probably up early in the morning when most people are in bed still, right? Chasing his deals, right? Uh he's building that foundation so and it shows on why somebody will go and I'll hustle the rest of the
1: people, right? that's all I got. That's all I've got, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I I, I just think to get to where you're trying to, you know, I always talk about having your desired lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. I know what I want my lifestyle to be. I know what I want my life to look like, and I'm going to create that, right? right? And I've done that three or four times now Mm -hmm. uh, in my real estate career. And uh, in those early days, I knew exactly what I wanted and I knew it was going to take a certain amount of effort to get Mm -hmm. there. So I could do that effort over a course of a long time or I could just collapse time frames and work two days in every one day,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Because I don't mind working 16-hour days if there's an end in sight, Mm -hmm. right? So my wife and I just, we we laid out a plan that we were going to be completely financially independent and have a $2 million net worth. From starting at zero flat zero. Actually or less, negative. Than, less than zero. <laughs> we were gonna have a two million dollar net worth in five years and be f- completely financially free. Right. Because I figured if we had a two million dollar net worth and we could get a ten percent rate of return on it, that gives us two hundred grand a year. And yeah. for us that was
2: freedom, right? Right. Mm-hmm. If we had that, that would be freedom. Which means having all your uh, bills and you well, know 200 everything. Two hundred grand a year, we can do whatever well, we want. Unless he goes
0: do. and buys a at $2 million home, then now you know.
1: I, I can't live on two hundred anymore. But right. at that time, two hundred <laughs> grand <laughs> would, would be Would cover everything. For some people
0: today, that means forty grand. Okay. Right. So there's some people that all they need is forty grand yep. a year, and yep. they'll be completely. You know, I guess.
1: So for those folks, if they got a half million dollar net worth, they're there. They're there. They're there. They're there. So I just said, I'm going to collapse timeframes every day. I'm going to work two, and I'm going to get it done in five years. We actually achieved it in four. That's good. took four years, 48 months. That's amazing. Uh, We've we've done something
0: similar. Uh, It's just that we're still in progress, right? But we went from flipping one house at a time into flipping 35, right? Right. Right. and we collapsed that time frame, but we got caught in the middle of Harvey, and that was completely a disruption in our, in our yeah. operations in the way we rehab houses, the workers we had. Um, but uh, it, what you did is very remarkable because you went from, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do to get me another rental place for me and my family into I'm gonna go own now, 400 and something units in 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 the next four four years. Um, so.
2: We're running out of time with this first uh, episode. Uh, our our producers making all, sign, all kinds of signs. So Tom, we want to thank you. Um, and for you that's listening or watching us, stay tuned because next week we're going to continue this amazing story and we're going to dig into what has Tom built other than that great rental portfolio, You know how everything has transitioned. So stay tuned, uh, remember to hit share, like, Uh, subscribe to our channel or uh, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you uh, share this program and like it and uh, tell everyone. uh, You want to get in contact with
0: Tom, make sure you go to ILS.cash. I love that website name, by the way. (laughs) ILS.cash, okay? Send them a message. Uh, it's Tom at ILS.cash. Tom at ILS.cash. And, and go visit the ILS.cash.com as well. Check out what they have.
1: Not and, dot .com, just ILS.cash. Oh, that's
0: right, ILS.cash. I'm sorry, they, they bought that cash name, man. So
1: uh, that's pretty good. That's better than com. <laughs> that's you know? right, that's so right. we'll
0: see you on the next one.
2: Thank you. Thank you.